And so for those who do not know me, my name is Kevin, Kevin Kasemi. Uh, I'm one of the leaders of Kingdom Center. And for those who did not hear, you know, Billy kind of shared that Kingdom Center is a, a gathering that we have done for the last year uh, where we want to see churches and people come together to get equipped, but also that we can in unity worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe with all of my heart that the time for the church to be uh, in this unity is over. Amen? Amen. And so I believe it's not because of Kingdom Center, but I just believe in our generation that God is breaking down the walls of separation. He's raising up a generation that has a heart of unity. He's raising up a generation that wants to see the glory of God cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. And I believe with all of my heart that we are recognized as the body of Christ that we cannot do it by ourselves. Every single person, no matter who you are, what generation you come from and what nationality you have, and even if you have an accent like me, I know there's not many of you, God can still, amen? God can still and will have a purpose for you and I. And so I'm just happy when I look around this facility and I can see many people that represent different churches. Because Larry, uh, Larry Kreider, who is you know, the director of Dove International, shared with us on Sunday, he said that God loves you know, a, a great stew, which means that you know, every ingredient is important. And so sometimes we think that our flavor doesn't matter, but how many of you know if you have, at least if, you, if you're from India, you, you're familiar with spices. So when you have a good stew, Abby knows, you need to make sure that you have all the spices, amen? And so that's what we are. We, we bring taste because we are the salt of this earth. And so we have to shine and we are here to bring the light of Christ to a dying world. And tonight we have the great privilege. You know, when we introduce people, we always make this big, you know, he's a pastor, he's a missionary. And we have all these things that we talk about the person, which is great. But I believe with all of my heart that when I'm going to share about Melvin Peters, what came to my mind is that even though he is a businessman, he is a minister, and you know, he's the pastor that married me and Mariela uh, over 10 years ago. And he's been a covenant friend to us as a family. And when I'm saying covenant friend, I'm not just talking about someone that I speak once a year. You know, we call a lot of people friends, and, but I want to tell you that he has truly been a covenant friend to us, to our ministry, and every single time we host him, whether that's been in South Africa or in the United States of America, we have always find that people are blessed because they yeah. truly carry the presence and the heart of God. Amen. And so tonight I want to introduce one of my best friends, uh, really, and someone who is a, a good husband. Now how do I know? Because I know his wife. <laughs> <laughs> she will tell me otherwise. He is a father of two wonderful sons, Noah and Josiah. Uh, he has worked as a missionary, he has worked as a pastor, all that stuff is good, but he's faithful. And he's a man that is not just preaching behind the pulpit, but I want to tell you, I've been around his family, I've had conversations, I've traveled around the world and ministered together. He's a man who literally lives what he preaches. Amen. And when I find people that live what they preach, how many of you know that when they preach something, they carry weight? Amen. Because God's going to back up what they say. Yeah. And so I said tonight, last time we talked about kingdom finances, but I said, you know, Melvin, Whatever God puts on your heart. So I know with all of my heart that God's going to bless you tonight yeah. because God has anointed a man for a time and hour such as this. So could we just give a warm 
Cantonian. <laughs> Welcome to Megan Peters. <laughs> and by the way, we are still married. <laughs> Even though he married us. So, <laughs> so God, I thank you so much. Can we stretch your hands? For this amazing man of God who has been a blessing to us. And I know that he's going to be a blessing to all of us tonight. Yes. Yes. God, I pray that as he's refreshing us, may you refresh him. Yes. As he's pouring into us, may you pour back into him. God, we honor his gift. And we want to say, we receive your gift, Melvin. Yes. And we make room for the anointing right. of God upon your life. Yes. And we ask for the manifestation of God and for revelation to come forward yes. for God's glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So. That's quite an introduction, huh? <laughs> so I feel the pressure now. <laughs> okay, no pressure. thank you for coming out. Um, I'm from the Netherlands, so and I'm trying to do my best to speak in your language. Um, so, but I, I assume you do understand what I'm saying. If you don't, please tell me. <laughs> but uh, for tonight, I just want to talk about. You know, I want to 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 bring you into my frustration that I had one year ago when you're thinking about, I want God to move more in my life. I'm actually tired and sick of proclaiming his name, you know, and don't see any changes in life. Don't see changes at work, in your marriage, in church or whatsoever. And you just sit on the couch somewhere in the corner of the couch and you're just thinking, but there's not really a breakthrough. <coughs> Is someone with me? At least oh, that you are the only one. And I, I, just, I just want to share the word of God because I believe that when you walk out, that you will be walking out and say, okay, I don't only believe that I'm more than a conqueror, but I can live as a conqueror. That's right. And I'm not saying that, that, that your circumstances are changing right away. But there is a way that God has, sh has shown me, and I want to bring you into my journey that I had for one year, and I'm still in that journey. But I want you to be a part of the journey because probably you will recognize certain things in your life and that you can change it and you don't have to pay for it. It's for free. It's for free. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Amen. Yes. When it comes to the gospel, the gospel is meant for everybody. When it comes to the, from, um, when it comes to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, it's for everybody. It's not only for ministers, not only for pastors. It's for you. If you believe in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for you, shed his blood, raised from the dead, if you believe in him, if you believe that he is your personal Savior, the Holy Spirit is poured out in you. But being filled with the Spirit is different than walking in the power of the Spirit. That's right. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And there was one time that I was talking with Kevin and he told me this and that hit my heart and changed also my life. He said, listen, gospel is for free, but the anointing will cost you everything. But we make the gospel so free that we don't have to do anything. We sit on our couch eating chips and believe in the God is going to move in a powerful way and heal everybody. But I'm telling you, if you want to receive the anointing, that you can do it. You don't have to pay for something. You don't have to be very educated to receive the anointing, but it will cost you everything. And if you are ready and willing to walk the walk with the Spirit, mm. your life will change. 100% guarantee. That's right. I'm not doubting about this because I have seen this in my own life. That's right. I was sitting with my wife one year ago 
in Germany. We were sitting in the lobby of a hotel, we had a vacation, and I told her that I'm very frustrated about what God was doing in my life because I didn't see anything. And I was talking with her a couple of days about it. And then God told me, and you know this, that God told me that you are the key. That's right. If you want to work with the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit is not a key person. <laughs> you are the key person. Because right. He wants to work with you anyway. That's right. That's right. He has all the power. It's not that He lacks power. That's right. It's us lacking a certain kind of discipline. That's right. Mm -mm. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. It's us sometimes lacking knowledge, mm -hmm. and it's us sometimes lacking that we're crying out unto God. Sometimes we're not crying out unto God anymore. We're just, well, that's life. It's Sunday, I go to church, go back, that's it. But in the inside of you, I believe for tonight there is a cry that you want more. That's right. That's is right. that true? Do you want more? Yes. Are you ready to go with me in a journey that I'll explain you something? And probably you don't want to, you're not going to hear new things. But when I'm going to explain, I believe the Holy Spirit that it will become a revelation unto you. And it's not only a revelation, but that it comes with power That's and right. authority. That you're like, when you're walking out this door, you say, I can do this. That's right. Yeah. I can do this. Amen. Amen. We go to, uh, to the Bible. We go, and please open with me uh, the book of John. We go to, to chapter 16. And we have read this many, many times. John chapter 16. And I'm going to read from verse, six, from verse 6 and verse 7. And I'm reading from the NIV and it says, Rather, <coughs> Jesus is talking to the disciples. Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. Verse 7. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. I believe the Holy Spirit for tonight, that he will get a proper place in your life again. That's right. That's right. We make him less important sometimes than Jesus Christ, the Son of God, because he, he died for us, he raised from the dead. But Jesus says this, it's better for you. That's right. And when Jesus says this, you better pay attention. That's right. And we must pay attention and we must figure out why is it better for us that Jesus goes back to the Father and that the Holy Spirit yeah. comes. Yeah. It's not only like reading. Okay, it's better. Okay, filming. Thank you for that. But we must figure out why is it important that Jesus went away, went back to the Father and that the Holy Spirit came. Yeah. He's an advocate. That's right. And I was so frustrated then I start reading the Bible again. Come on. Hallelujah. Sometimes we're so frustrated that we don't want to read the Bible again. But I believe for a new frustration, anointing. That's right. That we're so frustrated that we read the Bible again. But with different eyes, with Holy Spirit eyes, with Holy Spirit heart, Holy Spirit understanding. But our flesh, you know, we don't want to be in the presence. We don't want to take the extra step anymore. Yeah. I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about you. You know, I was so tired. But when I opened my heart, <laughs> God started to speak. You know, just to be honest with you, 
when it comes to the Holy Spirit and teaching who he is, it is better to Kevin stand here. I'm honest. I'm very honest. But I believe that God will use me That's right. to give you the understanding that everybody has access That's right. to the Holy Spirit. That's right. And if we open our hearts, we are able to understand who He is, what His ministry is, what He wants to do in and through your life, and that it's possible to walk in the power of the Spirit like Jesus did in Matthew mm -hmm. 4 when He went in the desert. When, um, when the devil came and He was tempted, Jesus was three times tempted That's right. and when he went into the desert he was full of the spirit but the Bible says he came out in the power That's of right. the spirit amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. amen so probably we need a desert come on to come into the power of the spirit right. and that we finish our exam with an awesome grape that God says from fullness to power. Come on. But be in the desert for a while with me, because I'm gonna test you in spirit, soul, and body. That's right. But if we are in the desert, we are very tempted to go back to Egypt. Yeah. Amen. Right. And then we just sing that we are full of the spirit. But actually, when we are raising our hands, we are so, we are grieving from the inside because we want the power of the Spirit. That's right. But tonight, we get the power That's of the right. Spirit. Amen. 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 Okay. And then, we just make a little gem to verse 13. But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you, what is yet to come. But if we know this, we go to verse 12, and that was my frustration situation. There in verse 12, it says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. And then again, but... When he, who is he? The Holy Spirit. Then he says, of truth comes. He will. It's not maybe. He will. And what will he do? He will guide you. It's not about, Lord, please guide me. No, I sent the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. Come on. Amen. He will guide you, and he will not sp speak on his own, but he will hear. Listen, this is what happened in my life. When I got the understanding that the Holy Spirit is there to guide me, and everything that I do not understand because I cannot bear it, transformation comes when the Holy Spirit enters into your that's right. That's right. That's right. But if we don't know the third person, the Holy Spirit, if we don't know His ministry, if we don't know His purpose and His goal in our lives, then we put Him aside. Right. Yeah, yeah, Holy Spirit, this and that. And we don't have a picture of the Holy Spirit because He is Spirit. But when you're t talking about a Father and a Son, we have a picture. 
I do understand Father, I do understand Son, but I do not understand Spirit. It's, it's kind of spooky, you know? But transformation comes when the Spirit comes into your life. So I'm telling you right now, if you believe that, and you are, while you are sitting here, and you are opening your heart right now, when, when you are listening to the Word, transformation started already. That's right. 100% guarantee because the Holy Spirit is God Himself. That's right. Amen. 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 Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you believe now, why are you sitting and you say, Holy Spirit, please, enter into my life. I really mean it. And I will put deeds to my words. And I'm telling you right now, transformation start tonight. That's right. Amen. That's right. That's good. Start. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that everything that you do not understand and cannot bear yet, now it's possible to understand everything because the Holy Spirit is there to translate it for you. Do you understand? What's your difficult situation at your work, at home, at church, wherever, with family members, with your brother, with your sister? and you do not understand, I believe that there is someone in your life called Holy Spirit who can explain to you what's happening. Yes, amen. And I'm not saying that always everything is changing, but if you have a clear understanding of what's happening and the peace of God through the Holy Spirit comes into your life, man, you can walk more victorious than you ever did. That's right. That's good. And again, this is for free. This is for free. I'm still going to take an offering, though. Isn't that awesome? So that means transformation comes when the Holy Spirit is invited by you. Amen. Amen? Okay. When we look in verse 13, because you must understand, I was reading this in the first, with a heart that was in frustration. Okay? And then... This is very important to know and to understand. In chapter, uh, in verse 13, um, no, in verse 15, I'm sorry. There it says, all that belongs to the Father, these are Jesus' words, is mine, Jesus says. And then, that is why I said, the Spirit will receive from me, that's Jesus, what he will make known to you. What I'm trying to say is this. Everything is in the Father. The Father gave it to His Son. And the Spirit listens to what the Son uh, is saying. That means that everything that God wants to say to you is in harmony with the Father, Son, and the Spirit. Okay? It's very important to know. Also to know what the Spirit is doing. Because most of the time the Holy Spirit is like, you know, more on the background. We don't really know how to hear his voice and, and is this really the spirit or is this the devil himself? Is it my flesh? And you know, is this really, you know, but we must understand when the Holy Spirit really speaks to you, it's in harmony That's with right. the Father right. and the Son. Amen. Okay? Okay, now we're going, to, we're going to another Bible book. But what I'm trying to say is this. If you, if this is you, that you cannot bear what God is doing in your life. If this is you, that you don't understand the Holy Spirit, I want to bring you to a place 
that you think, okay, now I can have a breakthrough in my life. I can do this, okay? Just to share a little bit of my journey. When it was August 2017, I was committing myself for praying in tongues. And I was just like, man, I, I don't know, and I didn't know that much about praying in tongues. I only know that Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that when you pray in tongues that you edify yourself, and that's about it. But we don't know what am I edifying and what is the reason that I'm edifying it. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know? And if you, if, and most of the time it's more if you believe in speaking in tongues, if you are filled with the Spirit and you are okay with it, then do it. If you don't, I understand. But I want to bring you to a place to understand that this is a powerful tool that God has given us. And it's my goal, and I believe it's also the goal of the Spirit, that you will understand why it's important to pray in tongues and that you understand it with your mind. Amen. Mm. Come on. Okay? Because if you understand it with your mind, it brings a lot of rest in your spiritual life, and it gets you more ready to do this. That's right. Because if you don't understand it and you go home and you are alone at home and you start speaking in tongues and you're like, who did it? But you think you are getting crazy at that time. <laughs> and the devil is going to fight you. That's right. The devil is going to fight you in your mind. Your soul is a battlefield. Why? Because the Bible says that when you are speaking in tongues and we're getting there, that you are praying in mysteries. And I'm going to explain to you what kind of mysteries you are praying about. That's right. And if you do understand these mysteries, you will be excited. You will be excited and you don't care what you pray. You're just like, who did they must say this? And you do understand with your mind what you are doing. And then when the devil comes, you stand firm and say, I know what I'm doing. I know you don't like this. That's the reason why I'm doing it. You are motivating me. That's right. You know? And if you can say what mysteries means, man, then you're like, why didn't I do this? That's right. For sure. Okay, transformation starts coming now in your life. You're like, okay, let's do this. Let's mm -hmm. explain. Are you with me? Yes. yes. Amen. Okay. Now we're going to um, <coughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Listen, I was struggling with Hearing the voice of God. I know you guys in Canton are not struggling with that. <laughs> You're just like, okay, I hear the voice of God. It's very easy, no noise. But I'm talking about my frustration, okay? okay. <laughs> and when I was walking with God and, and getting learned and, and learn more about the Spirit, and the Spirit was revealing Himself to me, and, and also just with talking with friends about who is the Spirit and what is He doing in your life. and and, and I this, this was the first thing that I was very happy about. I was not afraid about the Spirit anymore. We love Jesus, but we sometimes we are afraid of the Spirit. That's right. Come on. That's true. Yeah. But I think we have to give the Holy Spirit a proper place. Because the Bible says when He comes, yes. He glorifies Jesus. Amen. So when He's not there... It means there is no one who, who carries a certain ministry who is able to glorify Jesus in That's a way right. that Jesus yeah. loves. Because yeah. right. our flesh is not able to glorify Him 
in a way that pleases Him. That's the reason why we need the Holy Spirit. So that He can glorify through our lives. When we raise our hands, that we do it in a way that the Father and the Son likes. You understand that? It's not the pastor. It's not the worship leader who is able to glorify Jesus in a way that's, you know, in a way that, that, that heaven lies. But if we are used by the Spirit, and when we play the guitar, or when we play the drums, or when we are singing, and we do that in cooperation with the Spirit, mm-hmm. and we can do this in spirit and in truth, we can glorify Jesus. That's right. Our flesh is not able to do this. So if you do understand this, and if you believe this, and if you can say amen on that one, then it's better for us to invite him in a new and a fresh way. I don't care where you're at right now, but everybody in this room, including me, we have to invite him tonight in a new and a fresh way. Because if we think, if we have seen everything already, what the Spirit does, not really, not really. But you will be excited if you will find in the coming weeks and months that you will have victory. You will be excited. You will cry less and rejoice more if you know who you are in Christ. Amen? Amen. And you will preach more and you will carry more encouraging words instead of complaining. Because there is so much peace that you carry because God himself lives in you. So, victory is right there. Victory for tonight, listen. This is not a joke. But victory for tonight is just in a choice. As simple as that. It's in your choice. Amen? Amen. Okay, what I'm trying to say, my friend. Well, this is my journey. So I started speaking in tongues. Cool, Rabbi, yeah, 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 yeah. And thinking for days like I'm crazy. <laughs> but I was crazy anyway. So I could, you know, <laughs> move on. You know? And it was so funny. Because now when I'm looking back in the last 12 months, 13 months, and how the, how the Holy Spirit was so gentle with me, you know? He doesn't mind if you don't know Him. But He minds that you invite him. That's right. yeah. See, it's not like you have to know him in all his ways and, 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 and what he does and before you can invite him. No, no, no. That's right. Because when you start a relationship That's with right. someone, exactly. yes. you don't know all the details of his <laughs> or her life if you meet each other for the first time. That's right. Amen? Amen. But when you have relationship yeah. and when you are fellowshipping with each other, you start to get to know each other. Same with this person called Holy Spirit. You know, only thing is that the Holy Spirit knows you. Okay? So you can hide things, but, but he's actually laughing at you. Okay, Melvin, don't lie. Yes, you have your flaws and you have character traits. That's not really good. But you're trying to put up your religious face and trying, you know, to... to not to lie to the Holy Spirit, but don't say everything. But you don't have to, because He knows already. That's right. So that makes it easy. So you don't have to explain who you are. You just expose yourself to His presence. That's right. And 
then things are changing. And then he starts talking. Said, so "Listen, Melvin, this and this is happening in your life. Get rid of it. Repent of it. You know, get your flesh from the couch and come in the prayer closet and do right, something. Right. And I know you like eating, but what about fasting? <laughs> and I was thinking that I didn't hear the voice of God, but I could hear it very clear. I just didn't know. You know, you and I, we hear the voice of God more than that we are aware of. Yes. But most of the time, we're just neglecting it. I don't know if this is God. Yes, you know, that's God. Your flesh doesn't want to go there. That's something else. Are you with me? Come on, yes. This is like desert time. There are so many temptations. McDonald's here, Wendy's there. <laughs> I, I do understand for you Americans, that's very hard to fast here. I do understand. But still, I encourage you to do it. That's okay. right. I'm very straightforward with it. It will change your life. That's right. This is the model that Jesus showed in his life on earth here, in his flesh. Yeah. He prayed and he fasted. That's right. If Jesus himself had to do this, what about us? Amen. 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 Then the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, chapter, uh, first, uh, chapter 14, verse 18. I just want you to know the Apostle Paul, what he says. He says, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. Just to say this. I believe that Paul was speaking that much in tongues. That God was able to communicate with him. And I will explain to you later. But he's one of the apostles who wrote the biggest part of the New Testament. That's right. And the Bible even says in John chapter 16. That the Holy Spirit wants to communicate with you what's going to happen in the future. That's right. If you know what happens in the future... You can prepare yourself for the future. That's right. Amen. Get That's ready it. for the battle. Yes. That's it. And that you're not like, ah, there is a spiritual warfare. No, you knew already because the Holy Spirit spoke to you. Yeah, and you was ready for it. And you go into the new situation as a more than conqueror. Because you know, there is a spiritual warfare. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. I took time to pray and to fast. And when that very day came, the devil and all his devils... We're afraid of me because now normally I started to cry. But I'm changed. Now I started to praise. And I stay, I stay committed to the thing that God has given me. And now I'm not walking away from church in a way. And now I'm not walking away from prayer. Now I'm not walking away from fasting. And the devil is like confused about you. Because now you're standing firm. You're believing the word. You're proclaiming the word. You are praising. You are actually pretty nice. You are very lovely. You are hugging, hugging someone else. I see the, the fruit of the spirit right. in your life. Come and normally on. you were only condemning. And you were only complaining. And this was bad. And that was bad. You were bad. Everything was bad. But now the devil is confused. 
Because you were prepared like six months before. Yes. And you were praying and you didn't know what to pray for. Right. But heaven started to come in motion and to prepare something for you. That when you came into that new situation, you're like, I'm more than a conqueror. But if we do not understand this, and listen, I do understand that there are some difficulties. I live in the same world as you live. Okay? So I do understand. But Jesus went the whole way. He died on the cross. He was raised from the dead. I'm trying to say this. What Jesus did for us was not just half of the job. He went the whole way. Come on. We are really more than a conqueror. We are really more than a conqueror. Right. And I don't want to sit on the couch anymore just complaining about myself and the rest of the world. That's right. I just don't want to do that anymore. That's right. I want to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Right. Just, let's do this. We can do this. Nike says, just do it. Right? If Nike can do this and win the world with their brand. That's right. Come on. How much more can you do? Yes. All right. Okay, we go to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 14, verse 4. Because again, this is my journey. I wanted to change in my life. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. This says, anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. We have read this scripture many, many times, right? And if you are really into the speaking of tongues, then probably you will meditate on the scripture. If you're not about that, you'll let you just maybe pass, you skip, you don't want to read it, you go further. But for tonight, we just decide to, together that we stop at the scripture. Because edifying, it's important to understand the word edifying. Because when Paul says that you edify yourself, when you are building up yourself, you better pay attention because probably it's important to edify yourself. That's right. If it was not important enough for God, probably it would not be in the Bible. But because it's there, we better pay attention. Now the next question, why is it important to edify yourself? Did you ever think about that or thought about that? Why it's important to edify? Most of the time, we just know the scripture and we, you know, we read it, but we don't go deeper into that. But for tonight, I want to do that with you. We have two questions. The first question is, what am I edifying? If you start the word edifying, it means actually building a massive building. Edifying. A massive building. And this massive building is your reborn spirit. Okay? So that means that when you start speaking in tongues, something happened, something is happening not on the outside. But on the inside. You know, most of the time when we pray, we want to see that the circumstances are changing. And if God answers your prayer, most of the time it happens. 
But when you speak in tongues, nothing is happening on the outside. Everything is happening on the inside. You are building yourself. And the Holy Spirit is building your spirit into a massive building without limitations. That's right. Amen. Um, I'm not that big. I'm 175, actually. It's not going to be bigger than this. Okay? So, uh, <laughs> That's in the natural. But in the spirit... I can be an unlimited giant. So when you now now it comes also to identity and knowing who you are in Christ. When we look ourselves and we only look on the outward and on our output and what went good and what went wrong, we don't think very highly about ourselves sometimes or most of the times or all the time. But this is our old man. That's right. But we focus on the new man. We are a new creation in Christ. And that new creation, the Holy Spirit wants to build that new creation. And He wants to make you so massive, so massive, that you can stand when the storms of life when they come against this building, then the Holy Spirit says, it's impossible to get him down because I was building this massive building in his life. So there is no natural circumstance or devil that is able to get down or to tear down the building that the Holy Spirit is building himself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And because the Holy Spirit himself is building this massive building in your life, he's taking care of it, he's nurturing it, he's protecting it, he's proud of it, and he makes sure that 100% guarantee you will fulfill the perfect will of God in your life. But, here comes the but. It's your choice if you want to edify yourself. Yes or no? That's right. That's, That's not the part of the Holy Spirit. That's it. There is a key. So I was frustrated, but I knew I can hang in this situation and stay there for 20 years frustrated. Or I'm just going to repent. I'm going to change. I throw everything off my shoulder and say, listen, I'm going to start all over again. Come on. But now I do it the right way. I'm going to do it with the Holy Spirit. And I will not be the church member anymore that's always coming in. Good morning. I, I'm, I, did, I just don't want that. Okay? But I'm going to be the new creation in Christ that will be manifested in this flesh. I'm already in the Spirit. But when I come to church, I bring a new flavor. I bring a new atmosphere. People get encouraged only by seeing me because they say, you are changed. Did you have a different haircut or something? No. No. The Holy Spirit is building something. That's right. Okay. That makes you strong in Christ. And it's all by your choice 
if you are ready on a daily basis to say to the Holy Spirit, here I am, and I want to cooperate with you, and I want to pray with you, and my, 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 my body is your temple, and my tongue is your tongue, and I'm willing, and I, I welcome your ministry to pray in tongues, because my flesh cannot pray in tongues, or cannot pray the mysteries that God has for me, so, that, so I'm willing to do that, and then the Holy Spirit comes. And he's partnering with you. Yes. And then he prays the mysteries. And I'm going to explain what mysteries are. It's very exciting. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. When they are building, like, for example, a school. Do they build the school and do they work on this building once a month or every day? Yeah. Of course. Because you want to finish that building. Right? Right? If there was a contract to say, yes, I'm going to build your building. I'm going to be there one day in a month. You're like, what? I don't want to cooperate with you, but this is really going fast. One day a month, I will build your building. You're like, listen, I'll go to another contract, right? <laughs> Serious, right? Yes. Amen? Amen. But if there is someone right. who good. says, I'm going to work 24 7 because right. I'm going to finish this building for you, you're like, oh, right. That's right. Yes. And the Holy Spirit is looking for people Amen. who wants to be the 24 7 contractor Amen. to build this massive building in your life. And listen, Jesus said already, it's for your benefit. Right. It's not for the Holy Spirit Himself, He has all power. That's right. It's for your benefit. Amen. Do you understand? Yeah. And so to say, well, God understands if I only pray once a week. And I'm not condemning that. <laughs> but we are making more progression if we do at least two times a week. <laughs> Come on. No? That's right. If you really want to be a professional starter right. and say, I only want to do exercise once a month. You're not in the team, bro. You're not in the team. That's right. I don't care how much, how good you are in sports, but you're not in the team. That's right. Come on. That's it. We are in an army. We're not That's only right. in a love boat. That's right. You know? Yes. I like love boat. That's right. You know? That's right. Even in the Netherlands, we have that love boat. Like, love boat. That's a long time ago. I know. But most of the time, we stay on the cruise. Because we want to be loved by everybody. But sometimes we have to change ships. And we are in war. We are in the army. We have to train ourselves. Get rid of all our flesh, fleshly excuses. That's right. Blah, blah, blah. Come on. Maybe we should not talk that much anymore and pray more. Amen. And use our mouth to, you know, speak out the mysteries of God. That's right. Because it's for your benefit. This is only the massive building. So what are you edifying a massive building in your life? But then the next question, what's the purpose of this building? This is very exciting. The purpose of the building is that when the Holy Spirit lives in you, He has everything. When it comes to anointing, when it comes to wisdom, when it comes to insight, when it comes to peace, understanding whatever you need but the bigger the building is the more anointing he can pour in your massive building that's right that's it. so that means that when you go to work 
and your supervisor is asking you a very hard question, you tap into the massive building where the Holy Spirit lives, anointing flows, insight comes, and you're like, what? How is this happening? That's it, come on. When there is like a certain spiritual warfare and you have no understanding, but you have built this massive building that the Holy Spirit is filling with anointing, it's filling with wisdom and insight and power, and then you are tapping. The Bible says when Peter was walking, even when the shadow was hidden, those who were laying on the street, they got healed. So that means that praying in tongues is not like, okay, I put praying in tongues in the microwave, wait five minutes, yes, there it is. <laughs> it's not a microwave thing, okay? So that means that we need to be patient, because when we start tonight, before you go to bed, and you start like five minutes, at least you did five minutes then, okay? So don't condemn yourself, don't be hard on yourself, but start anyway. And do it on a daily basis. When you start for five minutes, you start praying in tongues. Okay, the Holy Spirit can build a little bit of this massive building in those five minutes. It's like, stop. Yeah, you cannot do much in that kind of time. It's just a picture, okay, what I'm trying to say. Okay, it's just a picture. But the more you do it, then the Holy Spirit has time. Strategic, making plans, making massive building. Hey, maybe we should rooms up there rooms up there or I see a situation that's going to be very difficult for him but proficient I put proficient in that room and when he walks into a certain situation he's praying man it's right there and you see manifestation in the natural and you're about what what's happening and then the Holy Spirit says what I'll give it to you the Holy Spirit says because you were preparing yourself you took time to be in my presence you took time not to eat but to fast you took time to read my word you took time to meditate and I gave you revelations and you received it also in your soul and you get understanding about it but you not only understanding you walked in the revelation with authority I was able to give it to you but if you are very busy with watching television and do all other kind of stuff the Holy Spirit says listen I love you but I'm not building in your life because you are filled with the spirit but it's another level to walk in the power of the spirit yes it's true and then it it makes sense the gospel is for free but the anointing will cost you everything but we made everything for free oh everything is for free because the gospel is for free it's not it's not fasting will cost you something so what did I do I, I, I kept a diary is that a diary? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I kept a diary. Why? Because my spirit, when you start speaking in tongues, and, 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 and I promise you, I will explain mysteries. But when you start speaking in tongues, you keep on speaking the language of the spirit. And what happens with your spirit is the more you speak in tongues, the more you come in alignment with what the spirit thinks. And at the very moment, the more you are in alignment, the more you are able to receive. And at the very moment, when you are praying in tongues, all of a sudden, something pops into your spirit, not into your mind. It pops into your spirit, and after that, it will come into your soul, mind, will, and emotions. 
Because it's a spiritual revelation that needs to be understood by your soul and needs to be worked out by your body. And then you walk in the perfect will of God. But it starts with the Spirit because the Holy Spirit communicates with your spirit. But most of the time, when you receive something from the Spirit and He's dropping or downloading it in your spirit, your mind says, this is not possible. It's not possible. Don't write this down. You are crazy. Don't do this. Emergency. Call 911. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm telling you. But at the same time, when you are willing, you're just writing down what you hear in the Spirit. That's it right. doesn't make sense for your soul. It doesn't make sense. But wait for a couple of months. That's right. Because the Bible says that the Spirit is telling you what's going to happen in the future. And because you are not in the future yet, it doesn't make sense to you. Because you're not there yet. But at the very moment you are there, you're like, I knew this. I knew this. Look at my diary. It's written here. And I prepared myself in fasting and praying. You can hear the voice of God. This is for free. Listen, this was my frustration. Okay? I, I know you guys don't have that. But I really believe this. Okay, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 still. And then we go to verse 2. Can you guys follow me? Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes you think you're using the wrong word but still understand what I'm saying. Okay, this, 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 is, this is important. Because this is also like fun. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Okay, indeed. No one understands them. They utter mysteries. And then what the Bible says. What does it say? By the Spirit. We must understand that the mysteries of God can only be uttered by the Spirit. He needs you to pray the prayer on earth so that at a certain time, the, the, the will of God, that His will will be done in heaven and on earth. In and through your life. So if you take away the Spirit, you are not able to utter the mysteries. We cannot, by our own power and our own flesh, utter the mysteries from God. We cannot. We can only do this by the Spirit. Do you understand how important His ministry is in your life? For your benefit. But if you are edified and filled with everything that God has for you, you're going to be a blessing your surroundings and then there is power when you say encouraging words because you are waiting for your kid at school and just talking to some another parent there is so much anointing and you're not speaking spiritual words but you carry the presence of God it makes a difference it makes a difference so when I at the, at the moment that I understood that I needed the Spirit to pray this, it was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I, if, I invite you even more. I don't want to be ignorant anymore about who you are. I don't want to be that. 
And then I studied the word mysteries. If, if you want to look it up yourself, I have a Strong's number here. And that's 3466. You can Google on this Strong's number. Okay? And you go, can go to the website that's, that they advise you, or Bible Hub. And then the word mysteries is in Greek is mysterio. There it comes, mystery. And that is also like a, a mystery. But this word means a hidden purpose or counsel or secret will. And I was talking to Kevin today and I said, listen, God has a hidden purpose for your life. And there is a specific secret divine will that God has for your life. But it's never meant to be and to stay a secret. That's right. Ooh, come on. That's right. That's it. It is a secret right now, but it's never meant to stay a secret. That's right. But it can only be opened by the person for who it's meant for. That's right. So if you are not interested in the perfect will of God and the hidden secret that he is carrying, That's good. nobody else is able to open it. That's right. It has to be on the box, put the name Melvin Peters. That's right. So yeah. when That's I walk in the spirit and I enter into the secret room of God, and God says, what are you doing here? So actually, I'm coming. For your secret will is my life. Then he says, what's your name? My name is Melvin Peters. How did you know about it? By your spirit. That's right. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Then all of a sudden, revelation comes. In other words, God will open your personal secret box. And he will open your mind. He will open your spirit. And all of a sudden, everything in life makes sense. It was always there, but it was hidden. Why was it hidden? Because it was not the devil's business to know it. That's it. It was not our one's business to know it. You are so special. Come on, somebody has to listen to this. You are so special that the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit had some counsel together. And your name passed by and they, they decided to have a specific, secret, perfect will for your life. And it could only be unlocked by the Spirit, through the Spirit. But it's meant for you. If you know this, if you really know this, I really hope that for tonight, we again invite the Holy Spirit right. in our Come lives, on. in a new and in a fresh way. Yes. If you really know and believe this, that before you go to sleep, at least take five minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you say to yourself, why are you doing this? You can say, because Melvin said so. <laughs> That's okay for now. That's okay for now. <laughs> okay? <laughs> And discipline your flesh. Because yeah. yes. your flesh is not going to like this. Mm 
Because your flesh doesn't want to be in alignment with the perfect will of God. You read Galatians. That's right. But if the Holy Spirit lives in your reborn spirit, you decide what your flesh has to do. Come on. That's right. The flesh is not a thing that can decide what you decide what to do. That's right. So if the flesh can do it, you allowed it. Yeah. All right. Come on. Okay. Hallelujah. This is good, right? This is good. If your flesh is doing it, you allowed it. Not the pastor. Not the circumstances. Not this, not that. Not really. Okay. What time is it, Kevin? <laughs> 30. Yeah. Okay, I'm almost there. Almost. <clears throat> I'm going to read what's literally um, what, what I've received from studying the word. Listen, the secret, so the, the word mystery means this. The secret counsels which govern God in dealing with the righteous, which are hidden from ungodly and wicked men, but plain to the godly. That means it's hidden for the ungodly and for the wicked and for devils. But for you, it makes sense. For you, it's clear. And it's all like praying in tongues. And before I close, you don't have to look it up, but in Matthew 13, verse 11, there Jesus says, the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you. If you study the word, it's the same word mystery that Jesus is using and the same word mystery that Paul is using. So Jesus is saying to the disciples already, the mysteries that I have within my kingdom is secret for those who have to listen in parables. But it's never meant to stay a secret for you. It's meant to understand what the kingdom is so that you can walk in the power of the kingdom that I've given to you. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And before I close, a little testimony. My wife, she's a social worker, and um, I was in my frustration year, and she came home and said, listen, Melvin, there's one supervisor who says that um, we're going to close, uh, and we're going to stop with the vision that we have as a social worker for our city. And this man is pretty powerful, so I believe that um, he will work me out, that I will have no job, so they will stop the project. It was a pilot, and um, he was very powerful. And he had the right to make decisions and all that kind of stuff. Her whole team, they were pretty like, how do you say that, down. Mm -hmm. And they were like, discouraged. Mm, discouraged. But I was in my praying in tongues, fasting time, like <laughs> believing everything, that everything is possible. Come on. And I said to her, listen, we're going to pray and we're going to see what God is going to do. And she was, in the, in the beginning, she was like, oh, yes. <laughs> It's good to pray, but you know, it's not always working. But listen, I, I was, you know, practicing for a couple of months already, so I was a little bit pumped. You know, my massive building was nuts, you know, it was growing a little bit. So, listen, I have a full time job. At least I work 55 hours a week, okay? But I committed myself. Come on, that's it. You know why? I'm tired of excuses. That we are so busy at work that we don't have time to pray. 
I'm tired of that. So for me, be able to, for saying that, in the first place, I had to do it myself. You know, I have a family, I have a wife, two kids, I have a job, we have meetings with church, busy this, busy that, on Saturday in the morning, I'm standing um, uh, along the soccer field, watching my boys, shouting them, supporting them. So when do you have time? After 11 p.m. For most people, 10 p.m., the day is over. For me, it still starts. And this is not bragging. What I'm trying to say is this. If Jesus is really important to you, and I spend 55 hours at work and traveling, I just want to show heaven that they are more important than everything on earth here. That's right. And I don't want to speak about it. I want them to show. So that means that when it's 11 p.m., my family is sleeping, finally, it's quiet at home. I said to my wife, listen, please take care of me, but don't stop me. Don't say, watch out, because maybe you get a burnout. It's impossible to get a burnout if you are in the presence of God. Come on. That's right. That's right. But because we are not that much in the presence of God. And it's supernatural. Because there are times that I'm like, I'm fasting, you know, and I have my job, and I have to think, and I have my responsibilities. And sometimes, you know, sometimes God is moving. I start at 11 p.m. and I go to bed at 2 a.m. And then I woke up at 6 o'clock. I have to drive for one hour, work for eight hours, drive one hour back. Then I have my meetings. And then my, my boys, then it's 11 p.m. and I go into my prayer closet again. Every day. For one year. Why? I want that massive feeling. That's right. Come on. And I do understand now that I am the key person that power can flow through me by the Holy Spirit. So my wife was like, oh, no, no, no. We don't know if this is going to work. I said, this is going to work. And I I said to her, you're going to fast every week on a Wednesday, and you're going to pray in tongues. I'm going to fast for two days a week, and I'm going to pray in tongues too. So you must understand, I see my wife, she's like, oh. And then at 11 p.m., I'm in the kitchen. I like to pray in the kitchen, put on some worship music and praise music. And I'm, you know, all by myself. Cool, that they have said they are there, they will send us. And I'm thinking, oh, God, please let this work. <laughs> Just be honest. It's honest. You know, I'm let this work. You know, because I was bragging about you. So now, please, please make this work. And I was praying, and I was praying every day. And then I heard God speaking to me. I was making notes. And there was one night that God inspired me and said, Tell in the spirit that this guy who has the position as a manager, that he will be um, put away and had to make room for another manager. So I was there, and I was speaking just in my Dutch language. So I was speaking in the name of 
Jesus, because I asked my wife, what's his name, you know, and I just said, in the name of Jesus, you will be away, and you have to make room for another manager, and I wrote it down that I had to do this. You don't believe this. A couple of months later, Tamara came home. She said, Melvin, you don't believe this. I said, what? Because <laughs> the Spirit is revealing things that's going to happen in the future. That's right. Come on. She said, out of the blue, he was taken away. They placed a new manager, and the new manager is all for the vision, so the project goes on. Come on. Come and they on. live very happy. <laughs> the story is a little bit longer, of course. But what I'm trying to say, in the natural, it was impossible for this guy to get away from, from his place as a manager. But when we start to pray, we have some authority and we don't give up. And we stay there and we pray and we fast. And now... She is all into praying and fasting till this day. We together, as husband and wife, we pray and we fast every week. And we don't stop anymore. Why? Because we have seen there is power in prayers and in fasting. Amen. Can you please stand with me? I hope my frustration was inspiring to you. <laughs> and listen, you don't have to, again, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a certain diploma or whatever. The only thing that you need for tonight is to make a decision in your heart. And um, I really believe if God want, that God wants to minister, so I'm looking at Kevin if there's some time to minister or that we close first and then minister to people what is the best way to do. I don't have I don't know how much time we still have. Oh listen, listen, we can do it this way. We go for the basic things for tonight. And that is I will give some time for you to make a decision tonight. To again invite the Holy Spirit in your heart right. you don't need me to do that and then you make a decision for yourself if you want to build that massive building yes or no and you decide for yourself what kind of contractor you want to be once a month or every day you decide and when it comes to praying and fasting read Matthew chapter 17 where Jesus says that only by praying and fasting you know that you apply to it and you don't listen to your body. And you, well, it's, it's important to understand, but in the, in the right context, that you go for it and don't listen to circumstances, but listen to God first. So when I go in prayer, I want you to pray with me with your heart. God sees the heart, the Holy Spirit knows. And that I believe that the Holy Spirit will minister to your heart, to your life. But by your choice, I believe for tonight, your life can rather radically change. Do you believe that? Yes. Please close your eyes with me. Thank you. Holy Spirit, we just want to thank you for your presence. Yes, Lord. We want to thank you for your awesome word and that 
said, you are here to give Rhema, yes. to give us clear understanding in our spirit, but also in our soul that we do understand. And I'm Melvin Peters. I'm here, and I just want to open my heart again. I want to invite you like never before. And I want to say, Holy Spirit, you are more than welcome in my life. Yes. And maybe I don't know you that good. And I just want to say, I'm, I'm a little bit scared for, for you to come into my life because I don't know how this works. But at the same time, I say, you are more than welcome. Yes, Holy Spirit. You are more than welcome. I really want to know you. I really want to seek you desperately. I want to seek you. I want to build a massive building. Holy Spirit, I've heard the word, but I just don't want to hear the word. I want to be a doer of the word. And I understand that there are no limitations for whosoever. That's right. So Holy Spirit, I want you to come into my life and I want to make a decision to, to speak your language and to speak in tongues and to build that massive building and that you pour out new anointing, fresh anointing, a lot of anointing in my life that I need for my daily life. And I just don't only want to be filled with you, but I want to walk in the power that you have for me. That's right. So please change me. Yes, Jesus. And when I'm complaining about many things, please change yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Please change yes, me. Yes, Jesus. And bless me so that I can be a blessing. Yes, Lord. And when I'll do this, when I'm praying in tongues, when my mind is fighting me or the yes, devil is fighting me, thank you for this clear understanding because now I can stand firm yes. and I can just walk and I can pray yes, and I can fast. And I, Father, I just pray for the testimony, for the short testimony that I gave. That it is like a prophecy yes. Yes. that you can do the same for them. Yes. For their work, for their yes. health, for their finances, yes. for doors to be open, for their ministry, for whatsoever. So Holy Spirit, I just pray that it's like a prophecy for everybody who applies the word in their daily life that things will change. Father, thank you for this time here at Kingdom Center. And we really believe that this time was a time that we can change and that we will never be the same again. And Father, I thank you for all these people that are coming up. And they are loved by you. And I pray that you bless them. Holy Spirit, that you embrace them. And before they go to bed, that you speak to them. And that they write things down because they hear you speaking to them. In the name of Jesus. And that we are together. We are, don't want to be ignorant when it comes yes. to the Holy Spirit. Yes. We want yes. to know Him better and better. That's right. Father, I give everything back to you. Yes. Yes. And please protect us under your blood, from the blood of your Son, in the name of Jesus. Yes. And that when we go home, that we have a good rest at night. And when we stand yes. up tomorrow morning, that's a new day, a new beginning. Come on. And that we are new creation in Christ. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Yes. Amen. God, also we pray. Yes, Jesus. Yes, God. Because I recognize that sometimes we want to, but we find it hard. And I believe that, that even as Melvin prayed over us, Lord, that it was an impartation. Yes. I believe that you gave us a grace, just as you have graced his life for the last year. 
yes. to persevere in prayer. Yes. Yes. God, I want to ask that, that you give us that will because we say yes. 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 Come on. But you give us that will because Holy Spirit, you are the one who work in us yes. to both will and act.